1: is I'm going to take this, this backing track in G here, and I'm going to play it. Now, I, I tried to pick something that was nice and slow, okay? And um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to jam with this a little bit. Hopefully, this sounds okay on your end. You just never know with this sort of thing, but here we go. I'm not trying to make it all complex and difficult, I'm just trying to show you how you can use some of those various techniques in your playing, right? So as I'm listening to this this track, I've got a G, a C, and a D. Now, again, I would probably, let me go to clean here, I'd probably do those as seventh chords, maybe that ninth that we talked about, right, in the sharp nine that we did a few days ago. And again, if you miss that, you can I'll try and have the links available in the description uh, so you can go back and watch one of those but so what I'm doing is I'm trying to make a connection both rhythmically and then as those chords come up I start thinking a little bit about different things that I could do over each one maybe sometimes I do more minor pentatonic maybe sometimes I do a little bit more of the combination. And then always thinking about those techniques that we've talked about, hammer-ons and pull-offs and bending and vibrato and all these different things, leaving some space, right? Never forget about dynamics. Like that's one of my favorite things is playing really quiet. And being able to bring it up, different kinds of things like that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure that you have access to this, this backing track and then you can kind of play over it. But think about the things that we've talked about over the last five days. Think about how you can implement those into your playing a little bit and, um, and see how it works for you. Obviously, you can comment and let me know what you think and uh, if it's helping you at all. And I know I'm running through some of this stuff kind of fast because we only have so much time together, but always remember, I've got all kinds of different videos available on YouTube to try and help you. And if you really just need some serious help putting things together in a chronological order of study, um, so it all kind of makes more sense in your head, that's what guitar courses are for. That's what uh, Play Blues Guitar for Life is all about. And again, the the link is in the description. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do this again, okay? And we're going to see kind of what comes up.
0: If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are 3 memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to GuitarZoom.com. Now back to the podcast.
1: And, um, and if you do have your guitar handy, I'm going to play a little bit of the backing track and then you can solo as well. So I'm going to go first here. If you do have your guitar, go ahead and get it ready. And I'm going to play, and then I'm going to have you play. I'm going to stop playing and give you some space, okay? So I'm in the key of G. Here we go. So I'm going to go first. Keeping it nice and easy, I'm trying to get fancy, I'm going to give you the next 12 that comes up, okay? turn think about your rhythm think about your phrasing add some major minor together maybe use some um, use some repetition in there can do it. Okay. 12 bars winding down here. Maybe get back to an A. Here we go. And then it starts all over again. So that's the kind of thing I want you to be thinking about a little bit when you're playing. If you're trying to think too hard, right remember i told you earlier in one of these live sessions that you can write your thoughts down on a piece of paper which helps out a lot okay but sometimes some of these particular techniques you just need to spend some real quality time with them you shut the you know the jam track off or the backing track and you just practice over and over and over and then bring that backing track back in and try some of the things you've been working on and see what you can do so anyway Hopefully this helps you a little bit. Um, Again, I never like to waste people's time. I know you're busy and I'm just very thankful that you're here with me. And um, if this this guitar course seems like something you might be able to benefit from, please do me a favor and check it out in the description. And I want you to have a wonderful day. And thank you again. Thank you so much for taking time out over these last few days and hanging out with me. And as soon as you get a chance, go try this stuff out, see what you can do with it. All right, so take care, stay positive, and I'll talk to you soon. (music) Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast. So, for me, vibrato is one of the greatest things that you could possibly do on this instrument because it is a very human sounding element. So, as I'm playing, if I just do something like this, it sounds just fine. But if I can start learning how to add more of this, I can get some different things happening with the sounds that I'm creating. Hey, Steve Stein here from guitarzoom.com and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor?